As we discover together, as we uncover many aspects of law of attraction, spiritualism, and science. To see all possibilities, to see the wonder, and to see the magic that makes up all that is you, me, us, love. Along the way, we can attract wisdom. I'm delighted you're here with me exploring. The journey's always better with friends. Hi, friends. Thanks for spending some time with me again. In this podcast, we're going to explore Nikki's second session, and we speak directly to Asana, Nikki's higher self. She is very wise, and we are very blessed to have her in our lives as a great mentor. I have to say, I'm super excited for you to listen to the session because we're going to peek behind the curtains and see some magic. When Nikki and I experienced it together, we were like, no way, and a little giddy. To gain this kind of insight sometimes feels surreal, weird, and amazing all at once. Hard to describe, but I am so happy to share with you. My friend Nikki is going through a separation and it's bringing up a lot of fears for her. I think we can all relate. Change does bring up fear in us. Change feels like fear and even sometimes we think the change is going to kill us. Even if we know that that change is good for us, it's for our highest good. What I've been counseled from the other side is If we can view change as our expansion or our soul work and see it from a place of love, it will help us move us along. What is ironic is that we know change is constant. Nothing in the universe, and I mean not even the tiniest molecule, is static. Everything is energy and energy must flow. I've been shown that if one atom, just one tiny little atom was static, everything would collapse. And yet we try to control change. Dissolving a marriage, a union or a relationship has many layers and we have to go through the process. And I couldn't help but think about Nikki's previous life as a dom, where we met her as a bride with pearls around her face. She was marrying a very reserved knight and had to obey. And this got me curious about the institution of marriage. When did it first happen? So I did some research And I'm going to post the links to the website I found around the subject if you want to read the articles at attractingwisdom.com under Gems and Threads. Here's my little research around marriage. Anthropologists believe families consisted loosely organized groups, around 30 people, with several male leaders and multiple women shared by them and the children. The first recorded evidence of marriage ceremonies uniting one woman and one man dates from 2350 BC. Over the next several hundred years, marriage evolved, embraced by the ancient Hebrews, Greeks, and Romans. But back then, marriage had very little to do with love or with religion. Kids were considered a resource. By binding a woman, it would guarantee that a man's children were his biological heirs and became property. In ancient Greece, a father would hand over his daughter with these words, I pledge my daughter for the purpose of producing legitimate offspring. Ancient Hebrew men were able to take several wives It was common in ancient Egypt, Greece, and Rome to have concubines, prostitutes, 
and even teenage male lovers. While wives were required to stay home and tend to the household. What if a wife couldn't produce children? Well, their husbands could give them back and marry someone else. So when did the church get involved? Not until at the Council of Trent in 1563, the sacramental nature of marriage was written into canon law. And my Catholic friends out there, I believe you studied canon law when you get married. Men were taught to show greater respect for their wives and forbidden to divorce them. So when did love enter the picture? Have you heard about courtly love? Joseph Campbell, who I studied in college, his body of work is all about different religion. And Campbell has been known for counseling George Lucas, who wrote the Star Wars series. And it was the hero's journey that George Lucas wrote his script around Star Wars. What I want to share about with you, with courtly love, is this idea of chivalry the idea to pursue love, which didn't necessarily mean sex. During the time of the Crusades, the practice of courtly love was developed in the castle life in four regions, Aquitaine, Provence, Champagne, and Ducal Burgundy. Eleanor Aquitaine, 1124, brought ideas of courtly love to the court of France then to England. This centers around the story of the Knight of Lancelot. Anyways, I could go on about marriage and ceremonies and such. For me, I was interested in the union of two people, spiritually, emotionally, and the exchange of love. For love is the most powerful force. Relationships are meant to be fluid. And I'm always focused on the soul growth, not necessarily society's rules. And we know nothing is random and we are eternal. There is no wrong. And yet sometimes in sessions with clients, the higher self would convey that that person stayed 10 years too long in that relationship, or they'll let us know that the contract or the intention set prior to birth have been fulfilled. And sometimes the higher self will say to the person that they should continue the relationship. Interesting, right? I'm going to pop in Tina's session. The audio is not the best because I didn't have the microphone set at that time, but I think you can still hear. And this is about her boyfriend, Zach. Prior to her session, she wanted to break up with Zach and felt confused around this idea. She wanted more clarity around it. What's interesting She feels like she's being judged because she's with Zach and her higher self confirms she should not feel that way. And we really do not know what people are thinking. But what I want you to focus on is how Tina's past life is connected to this life. Let's listen in. Thank you so much for letting us know that because... She wants to know about Zach in this life. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, she, um, I got the impression that she, she loves him. Mm-hmm. And does Zach love her? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she's having, um, I almost think she, you know, she was telling me she's a little self-conscious to be around him, like together. 
which it confuses her because she knows she shouldn't care what people think if they judge her, but she feels like she's being judged when she's with Zach. Why would she feel that way? Or should she even feel that way? She shouldn't feel that way. No. He is with her in this life. And there's a lot for her to learn from him and him to learn from her. Mm. And she'll be there as long as she needs to be there. Mm-hmm. It'll be easy when they when they part. They will remain friends. Oh, that's nice. And in the meantime, he has a spark on his eye that she really appreciates and loves. That's nice. That's always nice to have somebody to love, you know? Yeah. And it was Maria. (laughs) That helped her run the restaurant. Maria was in the... Was in the oh, in Greece. Yeah. yeah, Maria was in Greece with the three boys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and they fought. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's still some of that residual... There's still a little bit of... Um, subservient a little bit to her, and she uh-huh. she needs to um, help him to more confident in himself and she does that she can do that by loving him unconditionally and focusing on her more which she already knows but focusing on more of his positive aspects and those will come out those will be brought out more and more ah so do you think because um she was prideful in the other life with maria that She's pl- she's fulfilling a role. Yes. To help Zach as Maria. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's so nice. She came back. They're together again. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's lovely. I have more to say. I think that she needs to allow him to be who, whoever he is however he wants to be and if she does that she will have more clarity for herself and more love for herself but nobody can influence her unless she allows it and nobody has any other doesn't matter what anybody else thinks because you really don't know anyway Mm -hmm. Is that not beautiful message to love unconditionally and empower the other person? Why I wanted to share a piece of Tina's session is that I hear the same message said slightly in a different way. What is it you ask? It's always the same, but here are the steps to do magic. Accept all there is, not in judgment, but see it as love for you. Push past your fear and live in your heart center. Follow inspiration. It seems like it would be easy, right? But we always have to work on it. Okay, ready to jump in to Nikki's second session? Let's listen in. Hello, Asana. Thank you so much for coming. It's my pleasure. Nikki and I had a beautiful day today together. She loves you. I love her tremendously. And we talked about you and her session last night. And I think it really, you know, I think it kind of helped her put things into place for her. Yes. Yeah. That's wonderful. It's a process. (laughs) Yes. I was telling her that it's a process for all beings. (laughs) One cannot learn everything at once. Yeah. 
Yeah. And you have to digest it, you know? It's also like you can learn about something, but it's a like, I, I feel like you also have to process it within your being. Yes, on a cellular level. Yeah. Yeah. And almost like kind of get used to it before. Understanding comes through waves. Ah, that makes total sense because sometimes you do get like those aha moments and you shift. Yes, otherwise it would be a tidal wave. (laughs) So one must have many small waves. Right. (laughs) Which is way more comfortable. (laughs) Yes, it would be overwhelming for her. Yeah, yeah. She would feel the need to force change. One can't learn everything at once. I love the fact that she gave me confirmation that you do have to process it on a cellular level. I've been reading a lot of science around this and completed my training on heart math. And indeed, they have science around connecting with your heart, which means being heart-centered, bypassing your ego. Your ego has its place and purpose, but your ego is based in fear. And connecting with your higher self is above the line. It's above survival. It's above nature. It's supernatural, which is above nature. With the connection with your heart and your higher self, and I think this will take many podcasts, but over time, you will begin to see the link. So here is lesson one. Your heart communicates with the brain in four ways. Neurological communication, your nervous system, biochemical communication, hormones, biophysical communication, pulse waves, and energetic communication, electromagnetic fields. That's coming from your heart, guys. And what's interesting is we think the heart is a pump. It is way beyond a pump. I might go into later in a different podcast, like why we believe that it's a pump. It's crazy. But the heart, four things. Nervous system communicates, it it controls your nervous system. It releases hormones. Did you know that? We knew pulse waves. And it has an electromagnetic field that goes three feet outside of your body. Cool, right? Okay. There's a new field out there called neurocardiology. And this is what they found out. The heart is a complex neural network that is extensive to be characterized as a brain. They call it the heart brain. The science word for it is intristic cardiac nervous system, an intricate network of complex ganglia, which controls voluntary motor movements, procedural learning, habit learning, eye movements, cognition, and emotion. Neurotransmitters are chemical messengers, proteins, and support cells. All of these are found in our brain, and all of these are found in our heart. Right? So, The heart-brain's neural circuitry enables to act independently of the cranial brain 
to learn, to remember and make decisions and even feel and sense. When I was learning all of this in my class, I loved it because I love when I'm surprised and I love being on the leading edge of anything. So I hope that gets you excited about your heart. I hope that it inspires you to connect with your heart, to meditate. And I am going to uh, teach that because some of the clients that come to me have a tough time going under. It's because we play with the right side of the brain. And if you can't suspend thought or relax, it's, it's hard for you to be hypnotized. Everyone can be hypnotized. It's just practice. So, okay. As Asana says, it's a process and understanding comes through waves. One must have many small waves or you will feel overwhelmed. Nikki would feel overwhelmed. And what happens when we get overwhelmed? We feel the need to force change. When we feel the need to force change, that's fear. It is your urge to change the outside circumstances. And when you feel fear, all it is, is that you are kicked out of alignment. And what I mean by that is you are not in aligned with the perspective of your higher self. I'm just going to elaborate a little on this because when I started off, I didn't know what was inspiration versus an urge. And it felt confusing because you wanted to act and it takes practice and don't beat yourself up if you can't tell the difference in the beginning. It's okay. Not a big deal. You will get the understanding and knowing over time. How do you know when you're inspired to do something? from your higher self? And how do you know when it is an urge? And sometimes you don't even know if it's based in fear. I'm going to post a link to an article about ego and intuition that I liked. But to me, intuition feels subtle, like a caress, a whisper, It's a gentle feeling, like I'm interested. I can get excited and a little scared at the same time from the inspiration, which I think confuses us because an urge is also based in fear, right? You get scared. But it's a feeling of curiosity. And it's a very, your inspiration from your higher self is not asking you to change the condition. It's not asking you to force change, to make it right, or to fix something, or to make the other person happy. That, when you have the desire to change something, I would pause and see where you're feeling. Is it out of love or out of fear in the very beginning so that you get used to the communication from your higher self? Your higher self to me feels like, look over here, pay attention. And they use verbs like, play, seek, call. 
sometimes you're driving and a person pops into your mind and you think, oh, I should call them. But you're like, oh, I'm too busy or whatever. That's probably from your higher self. If you're like not even thinking about that person and you're singing along and you're in a good mood, that's inspiration. If you're worried and stressed out and you're like, oh, I should call them. That's probably your ego. Okay. Let's get back into Nikki's session about leaving Jacques. She's concerned about supporting herself. Yes. Yeah. She has much momentum in this dependent relationship. Mm-hmm. Is there, um, you know, I'm sure it's all divine timing and it's, it's all unfolding for her, but is there anything she can not do? It's not that I want her to do anything, but kind of help her move away from this independence or dependent relationship with Jacques. Yes, she, she must continue to uncover the limiting beliefs mm-hmm. around her abilities to take care of herself for herself and she must believe in herself. I'm only pausing to point out these words of wisdom because I feel that they are really universal. She must uncover limiting beliefs around abilities to take care of herself, to provide for herself She must believe in herself. Do you have limiting beliefs around lack? Are you experiencing lack of abundance, self-worth, love? Let's listen back in. Is um, an avenue to provide for herself doing the matrix imprinting? All of this work is her her calling. Uh-huh. She must do this. Mm-hmm. And if she must do it, which is probably for her highest good on many levels, right? Yeah. Then abundance would come from that. She must free herself from these beliefs. Mm. If she doesn't believe she can make her abundance. Her fears will put up barriers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it doesn't necessarily mean that it has to come from one thing like matrix imprinting, you know. No. Yeah, it can come from many sources. No, it is her work. It is her work with others. Mm-hmm. This healing work. Mm-hmm. But this is this is her path. Mm-hmm. She has much momentum in surviving, but she must move beyond that. She must do it. It is her calling, but she must free herself from these beliefs or her fears will put up barriers around abundance. Yup. So if you are experiencing lack, it's your belief around it. Isabel, are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. There really is no lack in the universe. I know. I Listen, I had to study it for months and months and months and months, but there is no lack in the universe. What I want to point out is the clear direction given to Nikki from her higher self. This is her work with others. Her healing work is her path. Jeez, how much more clear can you get on that one, friends? Okay, let's listen back in. So I think it's a struggle for us here because of our conditioning and our experiences and the stories told to us, right? Yes, and... 
these decisions we make early, early on. Really? Like childhood early on? Through the perceptions of others, we make decisions and we adopt other limit, others limiting beliefs. Mm -hmm. We are a product of our environment. Mm -hmm. But we are not victims. Mm -hmm. And everything would be, I mean, it's been told, which is nice to have like the changing of the program to say everything will be provided for, right? Everything she will need when she needs, when she needs it will be provided for. This is already happening. Mm -hmm. She does see this. She does see this. So if she just, you know, kind of just focuses on that, I think maybe that would make it easier for her. She will experience fear. Mm. But this fear may be her path. Mm. Right. And it's not necessarily... um, Maybe, like you said, it's for her to experience it. Yes, because she will have a drive to earn. Ah. Mm Mm-hmm. She's comfortable now. Mm Mm-hmm. But this path is important because she will gain her power and her worthiness, her sense of who she truly is. Mm-hmm. When she can make this leap Mm. in small steps. But the universe will bring about opportunities for her to push harder. She's too comfortable now. (laughs) These decisions we make early on Through the perception of others, we make decisions and adopt others' limiting beliefs. We are a product of environment, but we are not victims. Everything will be provided for. This is already happening. She will experience fear, but maybe this fear is her path. She will have the drive to earn. Okay. There's a lot here, and I want to break it down to manageable pieces. And I repeated Asana's words because sometimes repetition is important for understanding. We adopt others' limiting beliefs, and we make decisions based on those based on those beliefs. Here's your takeaway. I would like for you just to pause and can you examine your own beliefs? Which ones did you personally experience or which beliefs were taught to you? When I in I don't know if it's important to examine like if the belief was taught or my personal experience, but this is my trick I do for myself. When I have a strong belief around something, I ask myself, is this true for 7 billion people on earth? Or is there an exception? And right away, I know there's an exception, right? But that gives me just a little wiggle room in my mind to know if there's an exception out there, then that belief is not fact, that that belief is not necessarily true. And I kind of unravel that belief because I know what I believe creates my reality. 
Asana then says, everything will be provided for, which means we're all taken care of. Everything is given to you. You receive everything. It may seem like the job that you're doing provides for your house. It may seem being married provides love. It may seem, but really, the universe is giving everything to you. And that I personally had to work on a lot. Again, we are moving from controlling outside conditions to going within and trusting. Right? That's what we're working on. If it was, if you didn't understand that, that's what we're working on. We are going within and we are easing ourselves into a different perspective. All right. So I thought it was interesting that the fear was her path. Asana says she will experience fear, but maybe this fear is her path. She also said it was for her to experience, to create a drive to earn. She's comfortable now, but this path is important. Soul work, soul work, yep. Because she will gain her power and worthiness and who she truly is. And when she can make this leap in small steps, the universe will bring about opportunities to push harder. She's too comfortable now. Your higher self is always making sure, encouraging you for your highest growth your highest expansion, and sometimes that includes fear. But fear is really for us, and it's sent to us to experience out of love. And so it's interesting to think of fear as love, right? Okay, let's jump back in. I think she really loves Jacques, but I think she knows that it's time to move on and it frightens her. Yes, she... More for his... His... Her sense of responsibility. Mm Mm-hmm. For his feelings. She... She must put herself first and her desires, her feelings first. Mm -hmm. She struggles with this. Mm. She rationalizes her life with this feeling. Hmm. She limits her experience. Mm -hmm. She must put herself first, to put her desires and her feelings. She struggles with this. She limits her experience. I'm highlighting this because at times it seems easier to put other people's feelings first rather than your own. And I think this is counterintuitive because many of us are taught to put others first. This idea around self-care is important. Remember, everyone has their own higher selves and guides guiding them. Yes, I am asking you 
to put yourself first at times. I'm asking you to be aware when you do not. I'm asking you before you do something out of habit because you've always done it that way, I would like for you to pause and to love yourself first and then decide the next step because you are here to express your love and when you can express your love that doesn't mean you don't put yourself first you can love somebody and still love yourself at the same time. And if it feels scary or awkward, it's okay. It's okay. Just be aware of it. I'm not asking you to do it. I just want you to be aware and get in tune with your higher self. Get in tune with it because why not access infinite intelligence? Why not access all the assistance to help you? Why not? So love is a very powerful force. Let's listen back in. But getting the apartment, that was a big, that was a step. Yes. Yeah. So she says the apartment will be done in January. She should look for another apartment. She has Mm -hmm. another place. Yeah. So she can continue on. Yes. Seems impossible for her to go back. It's no longer a fit. Yeah. Yeah. She knows this. Yeah. Sometimes that's hard to face, you know. She had such a nice, comfortable life with them, her family. It can remain in some form. Ah, that's very hopeful, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Where there is love, all is possible. Yeah. Where there is love, all is possible. I love this line. And it goes back to when you love yourself, you're in a loving place. So your next step is going to be in love and it brings all possibilities. I thought it was interesting that Asana said she should speak her own feelings towards Jacques in an honest and authentic way for her own fulfillment, for her own authentic self. Right? She loves him as a friend and the father of her son, but she has no desire to remain as his wife. And this will free her when she can say this, because she knows this is true. I'm going to ask about past lives with Jacques. So pay attention to the clues. Let's listen back in. And, you know, maybe her agreement with Jacques is over. Yes, they have had many relationships like this. Really? Husband, wife. Wow. That is so interesting. This 
this one seems to be over now in this way. Uh-huh. Huh. Has Jack um, been her father in a past life? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So has her son. Her son has been her father? Yes. <laughs> That's so awesome that he came as her kid. <laughs> yes. There's great love. Yeah. Oh. And you know, I was I was telling Nikki uh, while we were swimming, I said, Nikki, I don't know. When I looked at Fleur and Benjamin, I just think they found each other very young. They seem to fit. Yes. Yeah. They have been together before. <laughs> no wonder they fit. Yes. <laughs> How neat is it to get confirmation of our relationships connecting, right? Then I got confirmation that Nikki and Jacques will always be friends, even if she leaves the marriage. Let's listen in. Yes. Yeah. They will always love each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, like you said, it'll be different. Um, and then that would free up Jacques to find someone else. Perhaps. Right. Yeah. And Jacques might be very content not to have anyone else in his life. He is much resistant. Mm. But that's not for her to take on. Yes. That is for his journey. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He holds her. He holds a weight on her. Mm. She chooses to keep it. Hmm. But if she breaks free, will that weight be off of her? This notion of responsibility. Hmm. It's time for her to release it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what we were talking about that we found really interesting together was the warrior in Egypt with the black hair and the blue eyes mm. and how she has really shied away from power. Yes. Mm-hmm. She has been afraid. Yeah. Is there... Um, is there any healing that we can do around this so she's not as afraid of being powerful? Maybe something small, like just very gradual, or a thought or a concept for her? Success. She needs success. Ah, okay. Some success in her new passion. Okay. This notion of responsibility is time for her to release it. I don't know about you guys, but aren't we taught to be responsible for others? And how interesting that Asana says this notion of responsibility is time for her to release it. I have to think about that one because it's so ingrained in me. But let's get back to Nikki. She is shying away from her power. And when I ask for assistance to help Nikki not to shy away from her power, did you notice the pause? And Asana knew that Nikki needed to succeed in her new passion. I was not suspecting that answer. I ask if she will know what success looks like. And Asana says, yes, completion of ideas. And isn't that interesting? She will have clients and respect. And this anchor in this practice will build her confidence and allow her to move into arenas 
with more money and success. But I like how completion of ideas was the first thing. All right. Okay. Okay. I'm getting excited. Okay. Here is the magic. I was with Nikki just going along. Uh, We were in Florida together, vacationing together, and we were just experiencing our day, you know, going to the beach, riding our bicycles, that kind of thing. And a few things happen. And Asana shows us the limiting beliefs around the events. Because I'm going to tell you as a friend, sometimes I don't even know my limiting belief. Like it's layers down. I know there's a limiting belief there, but I don't know what it, what it is always. So when I get insight into a limiting belief, I get very excited. Okay, let's listen back in. There are many more limiting beliefs. She must uncover and change. Um, thank you for bringing that up because she felt the when we were bicycling today, the chain came off the bike, mm. and she said, "Hey, Isabel, do you do you know how to put a chain back?" And I said, "Actually, I don't." And she's like, "Oh, I know how to do it." And she flipped the little bike over. She whipped that chain right back on. And she knew it was for her that she is capable. Yes. This is the beginning of her independence. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. This is why she has needed this time alone, giving herself time alone, more time alone, figuring things out, Mm. seeing these successes, Mm-hmm. Her ability to take care of herself. Mm-hmm. She must gain momentum in this. Mm-hmm. What was with the peg in the door? We were laughing about it. <laughs> <laughs> this is her limiting belief. I can't do it. Ah. <laughs> this manifests much in her life. Uh-huh. Yeah, because she's attracting it. Yes. Yeah. Especially with the computer. <laughs> this belief, I can't do it, will change. Yeah. Through these experiences of being alone uh, and figuring things out on her own. Yeah. Yeah. This is the this is the path for her. Mhm. Another level mm-hmm. of self-discovery. Yeah. She can do it. Yeah. Of course she can. <laughs> and like the small waves, the bike is a little wave. Yeah. And the shoe? <laughs> Going with the flow. (laughs) But I have to tell you, I'm really glad her shoe broke because we went to the dollar store, we went to Walgreens, we went to CVS. What about the police officer stopping her? Limiting belief. And what was that limiting belief? No one can imprison her. She is free. Ah. Wow. On all levels. There is no fear. She experienced no fear. Uh Uh-huh. This has changed for her. Wow. She is not wrong. Yeah. I thought he wanted to flirt with her, but. <laughs> no, it was for her. It was for her. Her her feeling of freedom mm-hmm. could have been 
preempted by this experience. Mm. But her alignment was so intense, it only became better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, Asana, I love... It feels like getting an inside perspective, you know, of like how things kind of work in this reality and what's going behind the scenes. Yes. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's really exciting. There are many more limiting beliefs you must uncover and change. Having time alone, figuring things out, Seeing these successes, she must gain momentum with this. Figuring things out on her own. This is the path for her. Another level of self-discovery. She can do it. And like the small waves, the bike is a little wave. Going with the flow. She is free on all levels. She is not wrong. And isn't that interesting how the little events were to show her limiting beliefs and to show um, what the belief truly is? Okay, let's dive back in. How that limiting belief was attracted into her reality. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And how people can reflect on their own little manifestation waves. Yes. (laughs) Their own limiting beliefs. Yeah. Of what's really going on. There are no coincidences. Yeah. And you think that the shoe breaking is a coincidence. Do you you know what I mean? Because it's so small. Hmm. It's so small. It's not her favorite pair of shoes. It's just, you know, some flip-flops. There is no need for attachment. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. This is another place where you can practice not being attached. Another place to practice not being attached. But we're so attached here. We can't be, mm-hmm. but you can choose otherwise. Mm-hmm. And when you go with the flow and not being attached to what is and accept everything than what is. This is true freedom. That's true freedom. Hmm. Yeah, which leads to joy. It is joy. It is joy. In the moment. Mm -hmm. Being in the moment. Yeah. What is being attracted into your reality? I hope this gives you insight. And remember, there are no coincidences. And going with the flow in life gives you true freedom. And yes, it is really hard not being attached to the outcome. And I get it, my friends, and we will practice together. Thank you, Brian Murphy, for putting this show together. You can find him on Fiverr. Thank you, my friends out there, sharing my podcast to your friends and spreading the magic. I hope this show inspires you and shows you that you are not alone and there is so much more going on than we see. And also, I have been asked if I can do my sessions remote. The answer is yes. However, I really prefer to be in person. If you want a session and you have friends that want a session, let me know and reach out to me. You can email me at attractingwisdom at gmail.com or messenger me via Facebook. If we have to do a remote session because you're really far away, 
Let's discuss and see if you're a candidate. Until next time, see the wonder and magic of it all. If you're inspired to reach out or know somebody who is an expert in the subject matter we discussed today, please let us know. You can reach us at attractingwisdom at gmail.com or find us on Facebook under Attracting Wisdom and shoot us a message over there. Attractingwisdom.com is where we'll gather our information. Until next time, friends, explore away.